What's going on, everybody? I'm Derek. I'm Mish. And I'm the ravioli eating Doug. Welcome to the Gaming and Chill episode number 90. Today on the show, we'll be discussing what's been going on lately, the Chris Hardwick and James Gunn disaster, the World of Warcraft BFA editions, and the Paul Walker documentary. But before all that, this episode is sponsored by Humble Bundle. Thanks, guys. Our partner for this week's podcast is Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online digital store that sells some of the most popular games from the most popular game developers. But that's not all. They also offer bundle deals that change weekly and monthly that allow you to pay a designated amount for a collection of games or ebooks that can often save you hundreds of dollars. Humble Bundle then donates portions of its proceeds to a featured charity. In addition to this awesome business model, they have also partnered with us so we get a small portion of any purchase or donation through their website. All you need to do is go to our website, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click the Humble Bundle Partner logo and shop for any games of your heart's desire. Thanks, Humble Bundle. Back to you guys. So what's been going on, guys? Well, just more 3D printing, really. Oh, How's that going? I was going to say, how's it going? Uh, pretty cool. Doug got to see the Iris box that I made, and I also posted it on the uh, Discord channel. Um, it's It was a print-in-place thing, and then it took, like nine hours to print but it's super cool so that's one thing um and then i also started applying for a mortgage for a house that i can own instead of having to move every like six months how's that going moving in six months well uh it's going fine i haven't gotten an update back from my guy on just the process of it which normally it takes like 30 days i think but um i'm moving here back from him on monday because it's definitely been 30 days as of last Monday. Um, <laughs> maybe it was Wednesday, Tuesday. It was Tuesday night, yeah. So um, hopefully that'll go through and then I will have a place that I can call my own in Louisville. And then possibly turn part of it into like office space for, hey. for recording and stuff. Do it. Do it, man. I, I, it's something I've been looking into. Like, okay, how? what kind of recording situation can I get myself into? Because the living room is not going to work forever. <coughs> I'd like it not to work forever, actually. Yeah. And I also got a lot of ice cream on Thursday. And so I've been enjoying that. Why'd you get ice cream on Thursday? Because sometimes you just need some ice cream in your life. Maybe it was Monday that I got it. Ever. Well, I mean, ever, yeah, ice cream is involved in life. Well, like, what kind of ice cream? So, I, I did something that I thought I'd never do. I paid for very overpriced ice cream. I got some of those Magnum bars. They are the best ice cream I've ever had. Huh. So maybe it's just the homeless person in me, but, like, like Walmart brand or, like, Kroger brand Rocky Road's pretty good, too. I, don't I, 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 I like the, like the single serving packs because then I'm not sitting there with an entire quart of ice cream in front of me going, oh, I could have a little more. As long as you're not also watching Gilmore Girls, you're probably fine. Oh, no, uh, no Gilmore Girls. It's sure, One Tree Hill. Yeah, that's pretty little. Right, so Family buffy. matters, but. <laughs> I don't eat ice cream. I didn't before either, so it's just not my thing. 
But yeah, I mean, the Magnum Bars, if you're really wanting to treat yourself, forget about the Choco Tacos. Get a Magnum Bar, and you will never live the same again. I don't think I've ever had a Magnum Bar. I'm gonna have it's, to try, like... it's phenomenal. The one I the ones I got were like had some type of caramel inside the two like layers of chocolate, and I I have to say my life has changed. I will never be the same man. This sounds like a diabetes inducing calorie nightmare. Listen, you don't have to worry about diabetes inducing things if you're already at risk. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I'm just like I'm... I love chocolate. It makes me sleepy. <laughs> I'm just listening to it going. I can't even I... imagine trying to budget that in my intake. I like. I found a picture the other day. I eat bacon every day. It really helps me take my mind off the uh, chest pains I have. <laughs> this sounds like something that would fit with a Dragon Ball Z abridged. No, this is what Doug and I look at at work. <laughs> We just kind of look at each other just slightly, and either Doug looks at me or I look at Doug, and then we're just like, okay, let's waste 30 minutes now. <laughs> yeah. Like the other day, what did we argue about the other day? Well, what were we How many arguing? hot dogs is in 300 meters? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why? Why were you arguing about that? Well, the roll of filament I have for the 3D printer is 300 meters of filament, and I forget how, but we were like, what if we... I, I, like, I asked... They, the internet normal is like banana, like banana for scale. I think we were like, well, what if it was hot dogs? And then Doug was like, well, how many hot dogs could you print? See, I think it got on there because I asked how many units is that? And like, how many how many freedom units is that? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. It's like, it's either bacon or hot dogs, but I feel like uh, a thousand hot dogs would be close, but it's really like 2,000 hot dogs. You're forgetting the ever popular, what about Roman candles? That's a freedom unit, too. Yeah, but those the freedom unit of a Roman candle is very widely varying. Yeah, so either you will have a standard, like, you know, six and a half inch hot dog, or like a foot long. Six inch. I mean, it depends upon who you ask, but, uh, <coughs> you know, like, those are the two units. Like, Roman candle, it can be like... Like you said, there's just such a wide variety. I mean, 50, 50 BMG shells are pretty good, too. <laughs> Fair enough. About a quarter stick of dynamite. Dynamite. That's another good one we could use. Or th- See, that's, a chi- that's a Chinese invention. I mean, I'm sure almost everything is gunpowder is, too, but I mean... That's why you gotta measure in hot dogs. Freedom units. Fair enough. I don't... Well, are, aren't hot dogs based upon sausages, which are German? Hey, Judge listen, I don't want to know how they got hot dogs. See, we grind up here this here meat, and we shove it inside the intestines of the animal we just slaughtered. Which well, animal see, is that again? It's, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so it's it's like the, uh, it's like I don't want to know how they make spam. Or I don't want to know how they do other things that are, are good to eat, like Jello. I don't want to know the pro- process of making Jello. I just want to make it shake a little bit and then suck it up with a straw. <laughs> yes. You gotta you gotta slosh it through your teeth and turn it into a liquid and go. This is exactly how spiders eat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you just gotta make it. The like- consistency of a good Jello should be about the same consistency as if you go to the beach. And so you don't have your shirt on, slap your belly, and that's the consistency of a good jello. But only on the beach. You can't do this in your own house. You <laughs> I was going to gonna do it ask, on the beach. why do you have to go to the beach? 
Can't I just that take way. off my shirt and t- go to the bathroom and watch? I mean... No, it has to be on the beach, because it's the sweatiness of the belly that counts, too. Mm-hmm. Or just a go good, to the A backyard. good piece of jello has to have just that slight bit of moistness on its outside. Yes. God, I feel like we've learned so much. Doug, what have you been up to? Please tell me it's something other than talking about jello. <laughs> no. This is the first time we've talked about jello, so. Fair enough. Uh. I didn't really do anything. Nice. What did I do? Like, went to work. Like, I've, I've been playing a little bit more Fortnite on my Switch. Like, I, I don't hate the game. Like, I know I've given it a lot of crap, but like, it's fairly fun. Same here. And I'll talk about Same that here in a moment. Paladins on my Switch. How is that? It's it's free. You know what my favorite <laughs> kind of game is? I, I love, how is that? It's free. Uh, 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 that's not how good is it? Is it worth downloading it? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. If you don't like it, remove it. Yeah, but it's getting the free space on my Switch to do that. It's like, yeah, I have like 128 gigs on my Switch. I don't think I have a big. I don't have. I think I have a, a micro SD thing. Yeah, that's great. Cause it's just like download everything. Nice. I mean, it's fun. I've only played like a couple matches, and you play against bots, but it plays like Overwatch, but has the character unlocking of like a boba. So imagine Dota or League of Legends, but Overwatch. Huh. Yeah, and I mean, I, I played a lot of that on the PC um, probably about a year ago now um, because I didn't want to spend money on Overwatch, or I, and I also didn't have an Xbox at that time. So I played a ton of Paladins. Um, like, I had easily an extra, like, 16 characters unlocked, and that takes some time, of course. Oh, yeah. So it was it was very good as a placeholder for Overwatch, but I much prefer Overwatch than Paladins. See, I think my problem is, like, if Overwatch came to the Switch, I think that Paladins might as well just never stop selling on the Switch. Because people who are buying Paladins on the Switch are people who've played Overwatch and are like, man, I really want to play Overwatch on my Switch. What was the one game that went toe-to-toe with Overwatch and lost hard? Uh, Battleborn. Battleborn. Well, that was by the same people who did um, Borderlands. Borderlands. That yeah. was uh, Gearbox. Yeah. Nice. But other than that, like, I've not been doing anything. Nice. I've been, uh, I've so I've been playing Fortnite, and I've, I said it on my stream, and I'll say it here. I've given it a lot of crap, and I've said, like, I don't know why I'd ever download it on my Switch. I downloaded it on my Switch, because it started as wanting to get better for Extra Life, uh, which is November 3rd, and I think we're all pretty much doing something for it, mm-hmm. at some point or another, in some form or another. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, I really want to get better at it because I really want to play with our friend Tyler from Better Than Static. And I was like, hey, I want to get better at it so I don't bring his team down. And I really want to do something with him cross community. And then you know how you're like, I don't like this game, but I'm going to get better at it. So I don't, I have a reason to hate it or whatnot. It's like the entire reason I watched the Twilight movies. I was like, well... If I'm going to hate on it, I might as well watch it first, so that way I have good reason to hate it. Then it's like, well, it's not the worst movies ever made. Thanks, right, Killing Three is. Up there. And I was like, huh, okay. So I ended up playing Fortnite, and I was like, oh man, you know what? I play with my buddy, uh, Nick, on Sunday nights. 
I'll I'll play it some more and ended up really, really liking it and being not the worst at it. So I'm like, you know, it, it's not a bad game. I can see the appeal and I actually really do go for that appeal because it's quick games. Like a game can be like five minutes or it can be ten minutes, but it's never like, here's 45 minutes and you did nothing, you know? I mean, it's kind of like uh, this afternoon I was playing uh, Destiny. I was doing some strikes, and I got, like, nothing. I got nothing but blue rewards and blue drops below my light level. I'm like, I dropped two hours doing some of, the, like, some of these strikes, and I got nothing. I got no rewards for it. And it just kind of stung. Yeah, I can dig it. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I've been dealing with crazy work. They kind of haven't figured out that they really need to stop alienating people. So, a guy left our department, is moving, and they didn't tell any of the events committee members, who I am, that they were having a food day for him. They were going to bring in food. And it's like, it was like, okay, the leaders wanted to bring in food. That's awesome. But could you let the events committee know so that way they don't send out the email going, hey guys, there's food. And we're going, I'm sorry, what now? Did we miss some, Did we miss something? Were we supposed to bring food? And it's like, okay, maybe it's just the leaders. Then somebody else, a free thinking agent goes, I brought pizza. And it's like, well, now the events committee looks useless. And I was like, stop doing that, guys. You've got to actually trust us. Also, it's probably why I put in two, uh, two job applications. <laughs> I'm like, I think it's time to maybe see about outside sources. You know? Yeah, that sucks. I'll be right back. Uh, sorry to break the third wall here, but I just heard a huge thump upstairs, so I need to go check on that. Okay, cool. F- fair enough. Uh, so I was like, oh. Hey, so I applied for two new jobs here at Churchill Downs. Nice. Yeah, the, te- the, te- the not technically a casino. <laughs> yeah, the not a casino. Wink. It's not a casino, guys. Wink. It's like a pachinko parlor. Uh, yeah, it, I say that. Uh, I, I, it's actually kind of a fun joke to my wife, who listens to this podcast. Hi. Hey. Um... I was like, yeah, I played to the casino. It's You know, it's not a casino. Like, none of the uh, marketing has ever used the word casino. And I was like, oh, she's like, they have no tables, no nothing. I'm like, yeah, still a Wait, casino. Like, is, will there be machines, slot machines? Yeah, there will be machines here. But there's no tables. No tables. So, it, so it's pretty much just like penny machines. So it's a casino without tables. Yeah, the gas I mean, station casino. Yeah, so that. But it's sounds... it's also church. It's also Churchill Downs. So. Yeah, I mean, isn't that like? I mean, it's not right by you, is it? Uh, it's more closer to you. That's what I thought. Yeah, so I was like, okay, I'll, you know, if I, I applied to be like a shift supervisor there for security, See, I, I looked at that. I'm like, I'm not going back to security. You know, I was like, you know, security was not the worst, and especially I was a contract. Whereas this will be internal. Yeah. So I was like, uh, and it's Churchill Downs. So I'm like, e- you know, maybe they'll care. Yeah, they won't. Nobody I, died. 
Okay, good. Okay, sweet. We just talked about Churchill Downs, not a casino. Oh, I mean, you can talk about casino. It's not a casino, though. What's not? not, Well, why not? (laughs) They (laughs) they don't have any tables. We talked about this. Oh yeah, yeah. When I go to a casino, I prefer to go to the roulette table. That's my favorite. See, Um, uh, I don't go to I don't go to casinos, but I like blackjack. Well, the only time I've ever been to a casino is at like on a cruise. And I always do pretty well at the, at the roulette table. You do well, meaning you guess really good. Well, I do well, meaning I come back with more money than I had. Okay, fair yeah, enough. So I think you've told me the story about how you won, and like your dad was like, "Yeah, give me my cut." Well, so the story goes: it was it, I was eighteen in international waters. Uh, there's no uh, there's no gambling. Well, there's gambling age of eighteen, basically. And so my dad was like, this is a lesson I want to teach you. You go, here's $20. I want you to go, and when you waste it, come back to me. And so I walked around the casino a little bit. There was, like, little coin things you could do. There was slots machines, and there was also that roulette table. So I went to the roulette table, and then about 25 minutes later, I go back to my dad. And he goes, well, how'd you like losing money? And I said, well... I, I think I like it pretty pretty well, and I handed him back $125. <laughs> nice. So he didn't really teach me the lesson he wanted to, but he was like, don't think this happens every time. <laughs> International waters are basically like the purge. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't gamble unwisely. Um, I always set aside a certain amount of money. And then if I lose it, that was the adrenaline that I got for that cash. Like I don't, I don't do it frivolously. I also haven't gone since I've been on a cruise, and that's been like three years now. So nice. I don't gamble, but let me tell you about the loot boxes I got. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. I don't. Ha- I don't buy loot boxes. Anyway, are we ready to tackle the main topics? I don't yeah, buy let's loot go. boxes either. I just buy you know silver on Destiny. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. First up, we got the Chris Hardwick and James Gunn disaster. Yes. Both of which are going to be interesting. So, Chris Hardwick is actually returning to AMC's The Talking Dead. If you don't know what The Talking Dead is, it's the post-show for The Walking Dead, which no one watches. Um, I say that, I think this is going to be the last season of Walking Dead. They got rid of they that, Rick Don't Grimes. they say that every year? They actually got rid of Rick Grimes. Okay, spoiler alert. <laughs> well, no, um, that, that's been in the news. That I'm not telling you any spoiler alerts. Andrew Lincoln, the guy who plays Rick Grimes, isn't coming back. So oh, they're I mean, getting... I, I haven't, I haven't seen any news on it, but I also don't watch it, so I don't care. <laughs> I don't really care, so I never watched it. I have, I have tried to watch The Walking Dead, and about ten minutes into the first episode, I'm always asleep. I'm like, I'm going to watch. <laughs> but so Chris Hardwick is returning to the Talking Dead after the controversy where an ex-girlfriend had um, tongue in cheek accused him of um, mental abuse, emotional abuse, psychological abuse. Um, is mental? I think you can say both. Uh, you know, okay. I think psychological is the better term than mental because mental okay. is not a great term. Um, so he is coming back after an investigation kind of came up and was like, yeah, we're not, we're not seeing it. Um, which I think this sets a precedence. Um, 
especially in Hollywood. So, basically, he was accused. They said, hey, we're going to have to, you know, peace out. Goodbye, Chris Hardwick. And the internet at that time went, ha, I knew it. That guy was just a jerk. And we all knew it. It was only a matter of time. He's finally getting his dues, right? Yeah, I remember when that news first broke. Exactly. I read it thread. Everyone was like, and I'm, I'm quoting everyone was like, I knew he was an ass. He was just a, uh, just hiding it, and he seemed like he was psycho. He was just, and uh, he seemed skeevy. It's like okay, yeah. This piece comes out. Hey, we did an investigation, and there wasn't really anything there. And the his uh, ex girlfriend, I think it was uh, Dykstra, Chloe Dykstra. Chloe yeah. Dykstra. Okay, for a second I couldn't remember her first name, but Chloe Dykstra. And said, well, I have evidence, and nothing ever came about. Populated. Uh, I think there was actually some rebuttal text that was like, I think he actually apologized for not being the greatest to her. And I think there was a lot of satire in there. Like, uh, and some of the things of, like, she said that it could have been taken out of context. As he said it as a joke, and then came across as wrong uh, when it was written without any sort of before and after context, which context is king. Yes. So then the internet was like, so, and I think rightfully so on a level, it was like, man, finally, they're not just letting this tank his career for uh, false allegations or unproven allegations, I think would be a better way of wording it because the allegations may not be 100% false, but they have not been proven and yes. uh, after an investigation uh so he's got he's getting his job back but i think it's going to be a little bit before he comes back so yvette brown is still doing talking dead yes so, so before we unpack anything else yes does anyone have any thoughts on that i just I have one thing to say kind of uh, i mean in hollywood it's a different line of work but it's higher profile um, but like they can actually come back to their work, like in the in the future. This isn't going to prevent him from because I mean he's obviously already gotten his job back. Um, right. Other lines of work aren't that that good. I, for instance, I, I'm a I'm a youth pastor, and for any reason anyone ever accused me of anything dealing with any type of of the same thing or of a different connotation or anything like that, it would literally ruin my chance of getting any other job. Well, you'd lose your job. You'd well, yeah, and, your, and that school. on a resume and everything. Even if it was found that it wasn't true, it would still completely ruin any chances that I would have. I mean, so. I think, you know, we have all we all went to the same school. We all went to seminary. Uh, you know, there were some guys that were said, oh, hey, they, you know, were getting a little, you know, too too busy with their girlfriends on campus. And they got kicked out of school. Just uh, just on that word alone. Not that, you know, hey, someone else seen them. It's just like, oh, we thought that happened. And they were gone. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, which, I, I remember a couple of guys like that. Which, I mean... there's a, I mean, I think there's a morality clause in admissions, but I think... It, it, it's one of those, yeah, like Mike Mish said, someone accuses you, you're, you're pretty much done. You lose your job, you lose your school, you basically lose credibility in an entire sector of the world 
Yeah, and I mean, this even happened with like the political realm when one one guy was like, "Oh yes, I admit to this stuff, and I'm I'm resigning," and then like eighty other guys were accused of it as well. Yeah. Do you think it has to do with the realm of business or how much money? I, I think it has to do with number one victims. Like we're not making light of anything, um, being afraid to speak out, but also the fact that um, there it is a hard thing to talk about just in general sense. For instance, like um, when Johnny Depp's Johnny Depp was accused of domestic abuse, um, everyone wanted him to be fired from the um, point of being Grindelwald in the series of yeah. um, Fantastic Beasts. But you can't find anyone else to play that type of character. Like, he's the perfect typecast for that character. Yeah, plus I mean, and, Johnny Depp is Johnny Depp in, a, yeah. in every production. Right, and I mean, everyone probably has something that if someone knew about or someone told other people about, they'd be like, oh no, he shouldn't be allowed to do that. Which, I think that carries into the James Gunn, and then we can discuss it as a whole. Right. Uh, James Gunn in the past had made jokes uh, that were out of taste. Very dark. They were, they were very dark and had a little bit to do with, uh, you could say, pedophilia. Yeah. Uh, it was ten years ago. And, and I want, I, I, like, I don't want to make light of this, but let's recall ten but years ago. Like, we were 18. We were just going into school. So this is like ten years ago. Right. And I think that bears mention that people are not the same in 10 years. I mean, uh, 10 years ago, what, I don't think at the time, technically, Barack Obama had not been elected president. We were still yeah. under H. Bush? Uh, George W. 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 Bush. W. Um, so that was 10 years ago. And this yeah. recently came up, and they're all, they, Disney was like, all right, James Gunn, see ya. But the thing is, is James Gunn had already apologized for the tweets years ago. He was like, hey, uh, you know, someone had brought it up and he's like, you know what? Was, I, I'm sorry, it was different. I, I don't make light of that. I, I don't, that's not who I am. I'm sorry. And he had apologized for it. And Disney still hired him to be Guardians of the Galaxy. It comes up now and he goes, yep. Nope, not even going to deny that was me. Still sorry. And his yeah, news party. See ya. And I think the sources were saying it's because the whole Roseanne Barr incident. Uh, that's actually what I was reading of. It was almost like almost a retaliation thing. Of but, this one was someone who was a. They, they, they suspected it was people on the alt-right who were trying to dig up dirt on Hollywood people and probably get them fired. And it's like, congratulations, you succeeded. Now we might not have a good Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Thank you. Well, and the other thing is that Disney still has a very large focus audience of kids. And yeah. so with the nature of the tweets and whatever, even though he's apologized, like, Disney's had a lot of, like, public arena... Uh, I don't want to say, like, embarrassment in the past year, but that's what it's been with the whole J Logan Paul and Jake Paul thing. And then here with this one, even though it's resurfaced, like, it still becomes a hot topic anytime you, for instance, someone makes fun of the Holocaust. Like, that's not something you make fun of, but it's so far in the past that, like, 
I'm not trying to make a point that you can make fun of the Holocaust right now, no. I think, um, yeah. I think That's going the wrong way. But, like, Disney just has to be very careful with their relations because they're doing a lot of things now that the company probably wouldn't have thought about 10 to 20 years ago. And so in protecting Disney's vision, I think they needed to show solidarity with the people who had been offended by that while also keeping their own butts under check. But then why do they still have Splash Mountain and why do we still sing zippity doo because it's a tradition. It, a that, tradition that isn't always good. That makes it kind of worse. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the same thing about getting rid of, like, the um, Confederate statues in southern states. Like, you can't erase history. You can just try not to be it. And I think that's... I don't know. I think they could have handled this a little bit better by saying, okay, you know, Obviously, we're going to do an internal investigation. Make sure that, you know, he says he's joking. Make sh- make sure that he's joking. And just be like, okay, look, he apologized. We are going to apologize as a company because we knew full well when we hired him. Because he made some dark movies before. Oh, yeah. And we will take responsibility because we already hired him. We're not going to we're not going to fire him. But he's just not he he's not gonna be at any sort of, you know, press event, red carpet event where he will interface with the demographic that he was making jokes about. And just say, look, we understand that that was ten years ago. Uh let me uh you know, not reveal something, because that sounds just sounds crazy when it comes to this context. Um, but like, you know, recently Mish and Derek that I went through my Facebook and pretty much deleted everyone, you know, just kind of did a little cultivating because it's social media. Right. And you know, one of that was, like, going back through all my posts on social media ever since, like, 2006, getting an iPod Touch. Just like, <laughs> wow, let me go back and, like, review everything. I'm like, wow. Uh, it, not necessarily that it was, like, dark and awful, but it's like, that is some, like, cringy stuff. Like, That's that is, asinine like, content. <laughs> yeah. It's back like, when go- Facebook said, Micah Burkhart is mowing the lawn or whatever and you yeah, still had those like, posts and it was no longer in the same format <laughs> and yeah and then like vague booking it's like well i guess you don't want to talk tonight everybody it's like all right calm down calm down hot topic calm <laughs> down See, and then so i don't think that everyone like everyone started with the internet like in a different time it's just like, oh, I, I'm going to post whatever I want. I don't care. Like, I'm never, like, especially with James Gunn, I'm making these, like, awful, dark films. I'm just going to make awful, dark jokes because no one cares. I'm never going to be popular. Whoops, I'm in the MCU directing Guardians of the Galaxy. See, I think there's a difference between, like, making these sort of jokes, but then you said, make Holocaust jokes. I think there's a difference between gallows humor. It, there's yeah. uh, there's a place for satire for dark humor. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, I've told a couple of good, terrible jokes that have uh, to do with that. And it's like, whatever, put that on Twitter? Probably not. That's not who I am. Well, yeah, I've I'm been also not getting of, like, hired into the MCU. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of, like, British panel shows with, like, 8 out of 10 cats discount down and stuff like that. And some of the humor they have over there would make people here, like sue each other by how yeah. outrageous they go with their humor but it's hilarious 
Yeah. I mean, and it's it's just one of those things like, okay, these are okay to talk about. That's not like the other day they had a German guy on a show and they made fun of him for losing the war. And yeah. then he made he made a joke about just other stuff around that. And um it's it's also one of those things that like Earlier today, I had to look up some information for one of our callers, and they wanted information on a lawyer in Texas. And so I told him the information. I told him he had pretty good reviews. And then this other dude gets online. He goes, why are you lying to me right now? And I was like, I'm not. I'm literally looking at my screen. He's like, well, this dude was uh, suspended from lawyering for three or for six years. And I looked it up, and that was in 1991. That was the end of his suspension. I was like, that's over 30 years ago. Yeah. Well, it's right at 30 years ago. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's one of those things, like, if it's long enough in the past, it should just be forgotten. There should be a statute of limitations on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> if after 10 years your jokes could resurface, let's just face it, it was literally a different decade. I mean, let's go back and look at movies that, movies that were made. <laughs> you know, not just from Disney, from, like, Song of the South, but let's talk about, like, Rob Snyder's, what, the one where he becomes a uh, teenage girl. Oh, uh, who's the girl? Uh, I forget. I like. I really. Or who's forget. the guy? Was it Amanda Bynes? No, it was uh, Rob Schneider. I know what movie you're talking about. Oh, no, I was going to like go. Animal. Yeah, it, yeah, it was basically <laughs> Animal, but he turns into a teenage girl. Watching that's like, wow, you can't make those kind of jokes on TV. Or Shallow Hal. Shallow Hal is a great example. I think there's an even better example. White chicks. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Any of the scary uh, movies. I mean, there's like a whole early 2000s where you... <laughs> you don't even want to think about the early 2000s. <laughs> it was like a lawless land. It was movies. basically when Y2K failed, everyone was just like, well, there are no rules. Pretty right? much. Like Rob Schneider and Adam Sandler picked up. You know, James Gunn makes awful tweets. You know? It, the, the... It, it, yeah, it's like it was literally a different decade ago. Um... So I think it's interesting to the two of them, they're huge people within their sectors. Like Chris uh, Chris Hardwick with the nerdum sector and James Gunn with Nerdist. MCU. <laughs> well, I don't think I don't think J, uh, Chris Hardwick's with Nerdist anymore. Yeah. But here's the question. So he comes if he comes back to work with AMC and everybody at Nerdist is going, Yeah, I hated that guy. He was terrible. I wouldn't I don't I, I don't have a hard time believing this. How would you like to be Chris Hardwick walking back into the office going, Sup, heard you were talking about me. <laughs> here's the thing. Like, yeah, he he can go back to AMC. He's still, like, he still has to deal with that. The, that. Like, I'm I not saying that he's paid his dues. But, like, here's the thing. People can hold the opinion they want. I can still sit here and think Chris Hardwick's just an absolute monster of a person. That's fine. I think there's... I, I, I'm not really so much worried for Chris Hardwick. Oh, no. I, absolutely not. He, he'll be just fine. I'm worried more about the uh, the Me Too movement, honestly. Because it was this situation was tied into the Me Too movement. And then with him coming back to work, and they're like, yep, we don't really have any proof for this. What does that do for that movement of... You know, you've seen everything taken as gospel with that, and then all of a sudden you have this one now, it's like, well, what do you do now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's some legitimate 
harm going to be done to this movement idea because people go remember that one time that one time that it was proven not to be in, maybe entirely true what and does I that say that, about the other 99 that just came before it that are now you're questioning I think that has doubt. to do with yeah you can you can make all these accusations and you should if something legitimately has happened you should Mm-hmm. I'm not here to dissuade anyone. I, I will. I will but also also su- also remember, it has to go through court of law. Otherwise, it's just it's just words. Something has to be done with it. There has to be a follow through on it. You know, otherwise you're just it's it's not doing anything. It's not accomplishing anything. There legitimately has to be a due process. Yeah, and it has to be proven in a court of law. Like, this whole Chris Hardwick thing, it's not being able to be proved in the courts. So, it's... It has to be proven in order to... And work has to be done. You just can't go, oh, this happened. Hashtag me too. That's not doing anything. That's starting the process, but then you have to finish the process. Finish the fight. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree, and I, I, I will uh, verbally say I, I also agree that if something has happened, you should report it. Don't mm-hmm. hide it. Like, uh, talk about it. Bring it into the light. Darkness can't live where light has been shed. I, I 100%. Like, I read some of these articles. And I'm like, man, like it's just a, it's a dark time in the media sector. I mean, I think there's the there's a dark humor joke that I've said of like man if it keeps up pretty soon i'll be directing guardians of the galaxy because everybody in hollywood's just it's not great in hollywood it's like this guy done this this person done this this person done this who are we gonna get hired to the new mcu movie oh he hasn't done anything right i mean let's hire him (laughs) it's not great but it's it's not great but it it is because it's bringing people who have hurt other people to justice. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Final thoughts. Final thoughts on this. I am interested to see in the future what happens uh, if there's going to be an MCU clear out of everything. Because if you also remember, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. was a hardcore drug addict. Are mm-hmm. they? I Granted, he's not playing Iron Man for very much longer, but are they going to say... Oh, sheesh, y'all. Maybe we don't deal with you? You know? We'll see where it goes. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things that the past has happened. Um, I'm sure he... I mean, he formally apologized. Uh, There was attempted reconciliation, and I think that should be kind of the bar of, is this guy really sorry, and is there anything since then? Because that's, that's, I mean, that's how you tell if someone's still addicted to drugs. Is he still doing it? Then he's still addicted. Is he yeah. not doing it anymore? Then that was true of his heart. Yeah, I can agree with that. Okay, let's move on from that. And let's talk about something way more nerdy, uh, such as World of Warcraft. The yes. new Battle for Azeroth. BFA? BFA, yep. Battle for Azeroth. Woof! I'm it, really surprised she had to ask about that. Well, I was making sure, because I said BFA, and I was like, uh, that's Battle for Azeroth, but, uh. Um, 
First and foremost, it's coming out in August, I believe. 14th. 14th. Are you going... Is, is anybody going to be picking it up and playing? I want to. Uh, that's a negative. <laughs> I'm considering it. <laughs> I, I love MMOs. I am nearly done with uh, Final Fantasy XIV, the content that's out now. So I'm thinking about maybe seeing what uh, World of Warcraft can do. Yeah, I, I never had enough money to really get into World of Warcraft before, and I didn't have the time either. And so now I'm not exactly desiring to get into it yet. I played like Gates of Anduron or whatever. It was a free clone that you could download, but it ran like crap on my computer. But it really wasn't like something that I would have enjoyed doing longer. Okay. Um, so I just I just don't really like that game style either. Like I loved RuneScape, but with RuneScape, it's much different than than anything like World of Warcraft was. Did you get the I also armor stopped playing RuneScape. What? Did you get the armor trimming? Uh, I did not, because I also wasn't a member. <laughs> but uh, Twitch has a thing out on on membership, free membership for Twitch Prime subscribers, so I might get back into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, here I go again. Um, so let's talk about what is going to be coming into the game, then we'll talk about pre-release. Does that sound good to you, Doug? Because I know you're yeah. a Warcraft lore person. See- I like the lore, I like the books, but my computer, like, every time I mention, like, yeah, World of Warcraft's coming out. Like, the computer I'm running on, I'm just like, mm, no. Your computer in the background is going, no! I can, I can literally see it reaching for a rope and a stool. No, it's point. getting ready to pull its own power cord. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, mean, I open up two Chrome tabs, like, when I, earlier, I shared a link for the uh, Billy Joel with the Instant Fire. Yeah. And so I already had my notes open. I opened up Billy Joel's Queen and Start the Fire. The computer, like, dr- slowed to a stop. It audibly The internal groaned. clock went back by about two minutes. Like, it just froze for, like, two minutes. It was great. <laughs> wow. Okay. So that, I guess you're not going to be reading it, and I will. Um, it shows off some of the new races you can get. Do you happen to know those races off the top of your head, Doug? Uh, let's see. They are the allied races, and they are the... the they're... Okay. Uh... Mountain, Deep Mountain Dwarves, Zandalari Trolls, uh, Highborn Tauren, High Elves, uh, I forget the other two. In defense, I also cannot prove anything you just said, because I actually don't entirely know. Okay, um, Void Elves, Lightforge Draenei, uh, Nightborn and Highborn, uh, High Mountain Tauren for the Horde, and more. Um, Sweet, I can't wait to play more. <laughs> I know, right? Um, and then there's also a new 100 level 120 level cap and some more class changes. Yes. Um, so you can once again save the world of Warcraft. Um, that was not I'm, my. I'm not gonna. I'm that not was gonna lie. That was not my joke. Yeah, my still my favorite thing of World of Warcraft like media is the South Park uh, make Warcraft. Make Love, Not Warcraft? Yes. I'm like, what is the title of that one? Great episode. It really was. Um, so here's the pre-order bonuses. So if you get the World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth Standard Edition. <laughs> like a chump? I know. <laughs> you can get immediate access to recruit four new Legion allied races from World of Warcraft's Legion expansion. 
You can unlock the ability to create characters from one of the races by completing the quest and earning reputation. You can unlock sub-races, which does include the Void Elves, Lightforged Draenei, Nightborn, and Highborn, High Mountain Torn for Horde with more, and immediately unlock the level cap. If you get the Deluxe Edition, like a champ, I know, you get the Seabraid Stallion for Alliance and Gilded Ravasaur Mounts for the Horde. You get the Toddle, a baby tortolan pet. Azeroth is Burning Card back for Hearthstone. Horde Alliance themed in-game sprays for StarCraft II. Voice lines for Torborn. And emos for Tracer, Adjudin, Sylvanas, Jaina, and Varak, Surfang sprays. Kulturius and Zandalar player icons in Overwatch. And you also get a Primal Flame Saber mount with three variants. also unlocked for Heroes of the Storm, but isn't available yet. See. I'm yeah. a huge troll fan. I would be playing on Horde. Um, if you also get the Battle for Azeroth Collector's Edition, you get a hardcover, double-sided booked Elegy and Good War. Elegy. It's Elegy. Elegy. I know. I, I said it. I was like, oh, God, no. <laughs> he could feel <laughs> the prejudice coming down. Uh, you get the Horde and Alliance double-sided Mark of Allegi- Allegiance. A Allegiance. Di- <laughs> I know. I did that one on purpose. In the Digadoki. And a, a, a digital key for the collector's edition digital soundtrack. So, I was sitting there going, I wonder if we could collect our money for the collector's edition. I'll get the game. Doug can have the books. Uh, Mish can have the Overwatch stuff. I'll take the, And I'll take Heroes of the Storm and StarCraft, since I have both those I'll games. take the coin as well. I was like... Because then I can cast it again in other materials. And 3D print it. Can you, do you have a 3D scanner? Uh, not yet. But well, get on it! No. <laughs> How did I know that was coming up? So you're thinking about buying a 3D scanner? Uh, thinking about it. It would be very useful, but I just don't know yet. It would be very expensive. I need to save up for my down payment for my mortgage, so... Wait, theoretically, quick question. Yeah. Could you not... Oh, wait, because you do have insurance... Could you not? Oh, God, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> I like how you cleared insurance first, and then... <laughs> no, go to the go to the doctor's office. And if it's non-metal, get an MRI, because those are in 3D. I mean... Wow, it got silent. <laughs> so magnetic resonance imaging doesn't quite work the same way a 3D scanning works? <laughs> like, I'd need to do, like, an ultrasound... Or something like that. Just go. Just I, I go need a 3D print of my intestines, please. Um, <laughs> I think I'm pregnant. <laughs> can like, I 3D print this tumor that's been growing on me? It, it like looks like you know. Okay. Your belly. <laughs> Copyrighted trademark put in stone. Now I'm going to create a service that will 3D print a tumor if you have one. That way you can see a physical representation of what's killing you on the inside. Wow, you can 3D print depression. Actually, yes. <laughs> it's called a failed sunshot print. Actually, 3D printers are depression machines, man. They're nothing but disappointment. It takes your men. Wow, nice. It's it nothing me? but disappointment. I've heard that about that. I've heard that before. I've heard that about me. <laughs> That's my middle name. Anyways, uh, back to what I I, will, I want the coin to. Okay, fair enough. We can get the collector's edition pre-order for ninety-nine bucks at GameStop too. I 
know, right? It's the best place to get it. Hey, to be fair, I do have my pre-order of Forsaken at GameStop. Forsaken? Destiny, Destiny 2. 2. Oh, right. You can also I'm pre really... you can also pre-order at Target, so I'm honestly pre- considering canceling that pre-order and just pre-ordering on Xbox. Yeah, I'm probably going to pre-order at GameStop just because I already have like 40 or 53,000 points through them and it'd basically be free. Nice. Yeah. Um, That's what happens when you've bought four consoles in the past year. Nice. Let's see Xbox, Switch, Game Boy. Another Xbox and another Switch. Nice. Wait, he bought two Switches? Yeah, one for my brother. Oh, fair oh. enough. Um, so yeah, I, I'm interested, in, I'm thinking about playing it. I've got World of Warcraft downloaded. I think I might play it and... So does, so does Sam. Screw around and play it and... I'm, I'm, I'm like, looking at it going, sometimes I looked at it, the graphics, I was like, the graphics really aren't that amazing anymore. Hold, hold up, though. We could get it at Walmart for $99.96. Oh my god, let's go to Tar- uh, Let's go to Walmart. That's the th- rollback right there. I don't think I've been to Walmart in, like, a year and a half. I walked into Walmart the other day, and I immediately walked back out. <laughs> I was just like, no, I am not I, doing this. I'm going to go to Walmart. No, I'm not. I'm just going to go to Target. That's down the, the street. Last time I, the last time I went to Walmart, I bought pants. <laughs> I, if, if I could get my measurements, I would absolutely just order pants online. Me too. I would mm-hmm. never go physical shopping. Ever. See, that's like, one of the subscription boxes I've considered. I've considered getting, like, a clothing box that they'd send me. Because I'd never buy the clothes that they would Amazon send me, but I now. would look slightly better. Amazon does it now. It's okay, like I don't need to know War- that, having an Amazon card. Amazon wardrobe, where you basically... Amazon? Amazon? Am- Amazon wardrobe. Uh, you basically select a couple items, and then you, they all put it into a box, and what you, whatever you don't want, you send, and the rest of it they charge you for. And I'm like... Oh my god, that's so amazing. Here's what you do. Go tell someone you're getting fitted for a tux. And that way you can get your exact measurements. And then you go to Amazon. True. It's not a bad idea. Or just go to a... Do we have... Is there tailors anymore? You, I feel like at one point you see Yeah, tailors. Macy's has them. And then if you are a member of a... I mean, when I had to get a suit tailored... Uh, one of my guys at the church I work at was like, hey, I have a friend, and so she tailored it for free. Hmm. So I don't know Use that your it, connections, man. I, I don't know that I'd be like, hey, it, it, to anybody at work, hey, do you want to measure, would you like measure my clothing? Inseam? <laughs> would, you, would you like to measure how long my legs are? I'm sorry, what <laughs> I'm I'm sure, I'm sure that I'm, I'm more than that, whatever you just measured. <laughs> Are you well, sure that measuring tape isn't shrunk? Are you using metric? <laughs> um, That's a big number. <laughs> could you Sorry. use the metric on this one, please? Um, not the waistline. Don't use the metric on the waistline. That's, like, that's, use... like, that's a big number. That's like 800. Actually, that's I, like I, 13 I'm... hot. That's like 13 hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, I'm thinking about getting World of Warcraft. I'm thinking about it. See, I just want to collect all the books and read all the books. That's why I was like, you get all the book stuff. You get all the wordy words. Sam doesn't get anything. He's getting a house. 
Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't need that. <laughs> Just give him a giant poster, put it in a frame, and go. Here you go, buddy. Here's a poster. Where am I going to hang this? <laughs> it's uh, not even problem. of the world of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like your problem. Can we order him like a boss baby or emoji <gasps> movie poster? Yes. B movie. <laughs> See, I like no B movie is at least redeemable for the memes. It, it, or an Amy Schumer movie. Um, oh no, we can't do that. He has a wife. Ooh, true. Let's get so, a Thanks Killing yeah. Three poster. Um, <laughs> did you watch Thanks Killing Three recently? <laughs> no. It's just always on my mind. Much like the Paul Walker documentary. Wow. You know what the last thing on Paul Walker's mind was? I mean, obviously besides the dashboard. <laughs> That's my favorite skydiving joke. <laughs> last thing to go through a skydiver's mind when he can't pull his parachute is his shoes. <laughs> Talk about Callow's humor. Oh, guys, guys, guys. We're no longer eligible to be MCU directors. <laughs> oh, crap. There, there we go. There went my chance. I'm pretty sure I was marked ineligible, like, easily four years ago. <laughs> yeah. When I chose my degree path. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hence, hence my racehorse wasted degree. Um, so, anyway, Paul Walker documentary. Doug, I know you're a huge Fast and Furious person. I mean, I'll watch and it. I know uh, me I and Beach have different opinions <laughs> than you do. Uh, I, I don't think it's wholly necessary, but I'll watch it. Like, Paul Walker's cool. I don't, I don't think it's necessary. I will probably skip this. I, I was watching the trailer and everybody was like, yeah, no, he was a great guy. He was a great guy. No one was like, well, he, he struggled with this. He struggled with anything. It was like, no, he always made everybody smile. He was a great person. He always knew he was going places. He was going different directions. He wanted to do so much with his life. It's like... At the end there, he was going a few more than just one. And it's like... Okay. So, I mean, it's an hour long... It's an hour and a half long <laughs> video. I can only sorry. think. Of, I'm sorry. Sorry. I can only think of Sasha Baron Cohen doing an interview. Now we're gonna do an interview with Paul Walker's killer, and it's just a video of a tree in the woods. <laughs> but I'm like, I, I don't see the <laughs> confliction. Like, I'm like, it's cool to have a documentary about him. Like, I guess, but why? I was so we were talking about this before the podcast. Of I would rather have a documentary about the Jackass crew get them all together and talk about like what made them each join jackass or start it like after then talk about how ryan dunn affected their life because mm -hmm. i know some a lot of them they struggled with drugs and a lot of them got clean and a couple of them was like you know what show business isn't for me i know we man went to go to a skate company uh, a couple of them went to do film and modeling uh somehow which gives me hope <laughs> for my modeling career I know that Johnny Knoxville directs and still does uh, videos and films. Well, and Johnny or Johnny Knoxville, I almost said Johnny Depp again. 
Um, he was on um, the Hot Ones or whatever, the show where they interview him while eating spicy wings. Mm-hmm. And oh, that yeah. was actually a really good episode. Like, he talked about all of his experience and everything. And so, like, I was like, I want more of this kind of interview. He also did something, um, I forget with who it was, but he did, like, a 15-minute long interview. I and, think it was um, Variety did one on him talking about all of his injuries, and he detailed oh, yeah, yeah, all of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a good episode of Hot Ones is Guy Fieri. Actually, no. Anyway, yeah. dude, have you watched it? No, it's great. Like Guy Fieri is an actual person. He's not just. But yeah, like, I see your point. Like Paul Walker is a cool guy. <laughs> Thanks for cutting off the Guy Fieri talk. Um, we don't need the memes. But uh, like Paul Walker, I'm just like, <sighs> there's, there's nothing there other than an hour and a half of everybody going, no, he was great. We loved him. There's, I, I don't, is there going to be anybody going, he didn't, did he suffer from depression, anxiety? I mean, what makes this compelling to watch if you're not a Paul Walker fan? If you're a Paul yeah. Walker fan, you're going to go watch it. Or if you were a Paul Walker fan, you're going to watch it. it. Just, if you're not like me, I've, I, I, I seen him in one Fast and Furious movie. That was it. And that was Tokyo Drift. So I'm like, I, I don't see the appeal of a Paul Walker movie. That's like saying we're gonna have a Vin Diesel documentary. It's like, well, it's it's why. like every other documentary about a very specific single person. Like, um, I mean, I I wouldn't go out and see a documentary about a single person unless it was like Robin Williams. Like that, I'd go see. But that's like the only one I'd go watch. I because I documentary. Really, any documentary that's focused on a single person, unless it's, like, someone who's changed the world forever, like, it's not going to have a ton of interest. Now, Paul Walker is kind of that topic of conversation because he, like, died doing what he people saw him doing in the TV. He sure. did it. He, he tried it at home. Uh, I did see a documentary about a single person, and that was Zero Dreams of Sushi. So, uh, leave that there. I mean, here's uh, the, I think this isn't, like, I don't think it's going to be, like, a two-hour-long documentary. It's made for, I think it's, it's made for, like, film festivals. Yeah. It's like, okay, here's Paul Walker. Here's, here's footage that you never got to see of him as a kid, where you could really see him, like, he, he's just, like, an, like, an un, imma, like, a larval form. I'm like, how do I say this without sounding weird? Like, a larval form of, like, the fully adult Paul Walker Larvasaurus. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, like, I don't know, I think it'd be really cool to have, like, even, because we got a few, like, YouTube videos of, like, Vin Diesel and all them talking about Paul Walker right after he passed. And I think it'd be really cool to have this, you know, kind of condensed into one place where you can see that, if that makes sense. As opposed to, like, let me go click on 30 different varying quality interviews and just, you know, have them talk about even some of the drama that's been happening with the Fast and Furious family. Uh, because there is drama, let me tell you. If you're not on Twitter and Instagram, let me tell you. Well, time for us to wrap up this show. Well, um, and it was on Paramount 
uh, network, and it's not like a huge movie. It's just like a part of a series. So they're going to look into uh, the documentary series is called I Am. It's an inside look of lives of extraordinary individuals as told by the people who knew them best. So it's not going to be like an hour and a half movie that you go to the theaters for. It's probably going to be like an hour long, like 60 minutes type thing on who Paul Walker was. Like ESPN does a 60 minute thing. Um, and the last one I saw of them was on the Challenger disaster. And so I think that... I mean, it'll be good for what it is. I'm glad it's not necessarily going to be in the theaters um, because I think that would have been a bad move to do. Um, but it being just on the Paramount Network, I think it's going to reach a lot more people than it would if it was in theaters. And I, I agree with you. Yeah. Here's another cool thing. And yeah. an interesting thing, then we can wrap up. I think in this day and age, we've had enough... Uh, archive footage and uh, reviews and stories about these monsters in Hollywood. I think it'll be good to start seeing, you know, document documentaries of like this dude was a good guy. He did mm -hmm. what he loved. He he lived what he was wanting to do. He was completely happy. You know, he it's not he didn't struggle with like shooting heroin into his eye socket. He was just like. He was a dude, he liked going fast, and, you know, it caught up with him. But he was an upstanding citizen. Kind of like uh, the Mr. Rogers documentary, documentary that came out. Documentary that came out. Good save. Right? I'm having struggles speaking today. But just, like, hearing more about the heroes in life rather than, like, you know... The monsters. We talk about yeah. We talk about you know Chris Hardwick and James Gunn and Johnny Depp, all them. It's like we don't need to hear any more about the monsters under the bed. We need to hear about you know people the fathers coming in to defeat those monsters. Yeah, right. Just the to finish that illusion. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Let's go with it. Yeah, that's a good way to end it. I like it. Anything else, gentlemen? I I think that's about it for me. I think that's it. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us today on this lovely episode of Gaming and Chill Podcast. We hope that you liked it. And if you wouldn't mind, go ahead and like and subscribe. I'm not being funny. It, it really helps with our metrics and everything. Uh, mm -hmm. If you're on YouTube, to subscribe and like it. And then if you're on SoundCloud, whatever, share it with your friends. We really, really appreciate it when you share it and we have people to talk about it. That's mm -hmm. awesome to us. So, until next week, have a good one. See ya. If you see a tree, swerve. Thanks, guys. And thank you to all of our listeners out there, because we really couldn't do it without you. We hope you enjoyed this week's Gaming and Chill podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, follow us on social media, or learn how to support the podcast directly, check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Also, be sure to stay up to date with Gaming and Chill by following us on Twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Yes, that is gaming underscore in as in Nancy underscore chill. You can also find links to the articles, games, and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below. Thanks again for watching, and until next time. Bye.